Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled Racism, and in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson that clearly shows from God's Word that God wants everyone to be saved, that He loves everyone equally and that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for the sins of all mankind. The preacher this week will bring together scientific and biblical proof that we are all of one blood and from one God who wants everyone in this world to know for sure that they are going to heaven. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Romans chapter 1 verse 11 Romans 1 verse 11 for I long to see you Paul says uh, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established that is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me now remember Paul is a Jew and he's writing to who Gentiles that's a broad distinction that's anybody that's not a Jew so so what he is doing especially among the Jews is considered radical and he's reaching out to them and he says in verse 13 now i would not have you uh, ignorant brethren that oftentimes i purposed to come unto you but was let hitherto i was hindered that i might have some fruit among you also even as among other gentiles watch what he says for i am debtor both to the greeks and to the barbarians both to the wise and to the unwise so as much as in me is I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. When you look at verse 14, Paul says, because of my desire to preach the gospel and reach you and others with the gospel, these differences that Ken Ham talked about are of no consequence. Look at it in verse 14 again. Greek, barbarian, a Greek, uh, that'd be somebody whose language he understood. Barbarian is somebody whose language uh, he doesn't understand. So our missionaries go to these places and learn the language so that they're no longer a barbarian to those people. And he says, both to the wise and to the unwise. Uh, Never mind what we think of our culture compared to that culture. It doesn't matter. They just go to these places, eat crow when they have to so they can win them to Jesus Christ. Look at verse 15. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Okay, so you're not uh, called to be a missionary to a foreign field, but you can give to get them there. You can give your money. You can get down on your knees and pray for them. You can be an encouragement to them. You can support them. And then you can be a soul winner. And when you're a soul winner and you see somebody you think you can give the gospel to, you don't sit there and take inventory. Hmm, I wonder wonder what nationality they are. You don't care. Because you love them for something that's beyond what was talked about in that video, the external. You love them for their precious soul. Because Jesus said, what should it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own what? Soul. Or what should a man give in exchange for a soul? Revelation chapter 5. The Bible has the answer. And it's a love for souls. And it's a love not only for souls of your people group and your locale and your community and your town and your state and your country, but around the world. And when you have that kind of burden, you 
can't be a racist. It's impossible. And they'll accuse you of being a racist because you're pro-law enforcement. They'll accuse you of being a racist because you're anti-homosexuality. They'll accuse you of being a racist for, for those reasons. And yet they won't lift a finger to get the gospel out to anybody. You know what I do when I meet them? And they want to call me a racist? I tell them, you're the racist. You're the one with the problem. Because you have no burden for souls. You don't care about people. You're just about contention. You see, folks, I don't want us to be on our heels and sitting around all the time worrying about somebody calling us a racist. I want us to be on the balls of our feet witnessing for Jesus Christ. Look at Revelation chapter 5. Here's the end game. You want to know what the end game of missions is? You say it's to win everybody in the world. That would be wonderful. But it doesn't have to be done for missions to be successful. Look at Revelation chapter 5. You want to see the end game of missions? Here it is. Revelation chapter 5. Look at verse 7. Revelation chapter 5 verse 7. He says, And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, uh, the four uh, beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, uh, having uh, every one of them harps and golden vials of odors, which are the prayers of saints. Now this is up in heaven, okay? And uh, they sung a new song. Now, this is out into the tribulation period now. This is future. And they sung a new song. And God's getting ready to wrap up the ages of time. And we're going to go out into eternity future. And he said, and they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals uh, thereof. For thou wast slain. This is the Lamb. And hast redeemed us to God. Watch it now. By thy blood. Watch it now. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Some of the some of the missionaries, some of the nationals we support in some fields, they're getting people saved by the thousands. You ever read any of uh, Sam Paul's letters in India? I mean, it makes my heart sink sometimes. I'll read the letter. Oh yeah, we went. We had this little. Uh, we had this little uh, uh, evangelistic crusade for three days in this little town, and uh, there were three thousand saved. Ho hum. <laughs> and then we went over to this town, and there were two thousand saved. And we went over to this other sound, a dis- big disappointment. There were only 1,500 saved. Oh, well, we might as well quit. Now, make no mistake about it, uh, there's a great deal of persecution in that place uh, by the Hindus in many cases. Have you read any of those letters? How many of you have read any of those letters? You need to read those letters. It's very unique. But then you pick up uh, a missionary in Singapore, the largest Muslim population in all the world, never mind the Middle East. And they have a couple little congregations one with about 12 people and another with 18 people after 10 years of work. Let me ask you something. Is that missionary in Singapore a failure? No, not according to the word of God. Look at verse 9. Uh, For thou wast slain and redeemed us to God by thy blood out of what? Every kindred and tongue and people and nations and has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. I talked to you this morning about those two Moravians uh, leaving who sold themselves into slavery. And what they said to the people as they departed, they said, may the lamb that was slain receive the reward of his suffering. What God wants for his son is people out in eternity of every tongue, kindred, tribe, skin color and everything praising him. So even if in missions we don't win everybody in that country, which by the way I'm not sure has ever happened anywhere, it's not failed. Because Revelation chapter 5 is the end game. Folks, let me just say this in conclusion. 
we're a missions-minded church. But I'm not going to pat us on the back. I'm going to say, let's keep it up. I've done some rough inventory, but over the years that I've been here, our church has given over $15 million to missions. And if we'll keep that up and we'll keep our heart there, as all this craziness about race goes on around us, we can keep an even keel. Because, folks, the Bible will keep you on an even keel. And even for those that dismiss the idea, well, you're bringing the gospel, I don't believe in that anyways. Well, in many cases, we're bringing them clean water. What are you doing, progressive? I mean, I only say that because they want to call us racist because we're not jumping on their little bandwagon. Food, education, orphanages, medical care, missions, folks, is the cure for racism. Because you can't be race, racist and love those people with the love of God. Proverbs chapter 11, and we'll close with this. Proverbs chapter 11. I know you know these verses. I want you to think of them in terms of this. We should not have missions to prove we're not racist. That has nothing to do with it. But if you have missions and you're really about it biblically, you can't be racist. We shouldn't be soul winners to prove to somebody we're not racist. You ever watch people talk and try to prove to each other they're not racist? You know, whites get to, well, I got a lot of black, a lot of black, black friends. <laughs> well, congratulations. Just go about serving the Lord. Pray for our country and ignore the craziness. And folks, while I would never tell you to jump on the liberal side of this thing, don't jump on the conservative side of it either. Lost conservatives don't have any answers either. Some of them can articulate the problem, pray for their salvation, but there's the answer. Do what God already told you to do in or out of the context of race. It doesn't matter. If you do it, you'll be against racism naturally. Look at Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30, and we'll close with this. Let me encourage you to be a soul winner. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. It's, it's a tree of life with souls one. It's a tree of life the way it affects society. It's a tree of life the way it promotes. Are you ready for this? Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Folks, if I wasn't a Christian, I probably wouldn't have any or many friends of different ethnic groups. But because of missions, because of Christ, because of that diversity that God builds into the body, I do. Was that a conscious thing? No. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is what? Wise. You know why? Because in the end, in the end, we're doing the one thing that lasts for eternity. We're helping people make the one change in their life that's eternal, not temporal. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Racism by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have heard numerous examples from the Bible of how people like Paul the Apostle labored to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ not only to his own people, but to those throughout the world that had never heard. And this is the very message that God wants to get across to us today. God wants everyone, no matter what they look like or where they were born, to know that he loves them and sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for their sins. And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, 
If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.